This shit right here for my oodles and noodles, babies. His mom was smoking crack while she was pregnant, so he can't even help that he crazy. He going to jail, it's inevitable. For real. Ain't had nobody to give me no hope. I hope my mama ain't doing no coke. I used to wish that my daddy was living. I had a dream that I seen him a ghost. I used to end up when I went to school. Thought it was cool, but I really was hurt. One in my family, they cut in my games. My mama couldn't make it because she was at work. Remember my grandma, she took me to church. Really, no, I ain't want to go. Remember I kissed my aunt in the casket and her forehead was cold. I was like four years old. We couldn't afford no clothes. It was hand me down. Who would think a nigga get a Grammy now? Got a black judge trying to tear me down. All this jail time probably wear me down. Turn the lights off in the bathroom. Screaming bloody, bloody, bloody man now. Having nightmares about Candyman. With the tool on me like a handyman. Kill my little cousin, I'm like, damn it, man. Had to see the footage on the camera, man. On the pavement with his brains out. With the white sheet, he was laid out. Wanna ask, yeah, is this a choice? It was like this when I came out. What the fuck is you really complaining about? I know niggas that's never gonna make it out. This that shit you won't see in the media. Pull, get pulling the rich, getting greedy. A lot of daddies gonna Back and forth out of jail, a lot of sun growing up and repeating her. Just the belly, the beast, you won't make it out. Man, this shit was designed to eat us up. And my mama told me, nigga, keep it up. You gon' end up in prison just sleeping up. Remember, nobody never believed in us. When they see us now, they can't believe us us. No. I think it's funny how we used to go to school, play Sega. And then next thing you know, we run around with Glock 40s. We ain't never believe in the police. They was shooting us. Yeah. They call us the projects, they put us in projects. What they gonna do with us? Can't call the cops yet. You might get just pop that, cause they the one shooting at some of my mom's steps. It's like a bomb threat. The violence pursuing us, I ain't me God yet. Cause I'm on a block where it's just me and Lucifer. Look what they do to us. They know we in poverty. When I went to court, the judge said, Meet you a minute society. You said you give me a chance, your honor. Why would you lie to me? 16 more years of probation, you know you're gonna get some more time on me. Whole hood going crazy. Babies having babies. She was 14, acting like she 80. Got pregnant by a nigga that was locked up in them cages. And the story goes on. If you make it, you amazing. What up? See, I got a homie that's a billionaire. And I be trying to explain it to him like, if your mom ain't on crack or if she got a job and she doing eight hours a day and your daddy in the graveyard in the jail cell, who the fuck gonna babysit? Cool, cool. All right, cool, cool, cool. Really cool. I, I, I had to had to um, bring you guys in with because last week we we were having a conversation um, and I, I touched on music and I touched on art in general and um, like the growth of of an artist and maturity behind growth of an artist. And you can, you know, dissect it even more and talk about the, you know, what led or what events transpired that, you know, kind of pushed people into um, maturity. And, you know, you can go on forever and ever, you know, like the, you know, teenage dad who ends up joining the military and gets disciplined and ends up raising his family. The, you know, teenage mom who um, uh, has a supportive family and works her butt through college 
and doesn't party because she has a child to go home to every weekend. Um, I can go on. I can go on. Um, but I don't want to do that right away. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Uh, this is Easton Oliver, the silent leader, the scholar and host of the Touch the People podcast show. And this is episode eight. Wow. Episode eight. Uh, today's March 6, 2019. Um, and what do you know? The sun's shining. Uh, still a little cold and there's still snow everywhere. And I think there will be snow until June. Um, and I guess follow me through that time to see if I'm right. And if you're local, uh, you know, hold me to it. But yeah, that's 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 what I'm leaning towards. Um, us having snow until about June, and I think we'll have seventy degree days, and I think we'll still see mounds of snow. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep it moving. I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's doing well. Happy to uh, connect with you all. Hope everyone's had a fantastic week full of thankfulness, full of gratefulness, and uh, full of being happy. Like uh, this morning, I, um, I uh, posted uh, just how I'm feeling. Um, and I, I literally, um, like regrammed a, uh, a post I saw from a, uh, you know, luxury, um, you know, kind of like beach wear coastal, um, boutique shop. And the picture said all the feels. And what I got out of it was all the feels like I feel good like I feel great like you finish the the sentence I feel blank and those are all the feels you can feel good you can feel happy you can feel appreciated you can feel loved you can feel blessed I feel blessed um in fact I think I left that one out that should have been um at the top of my uh my feels so I'm I'm continuing in the vibe, um, that's the zone I'm in. Um, just enjoying and appreciating all the feels. Um, I do not take them for granted because I know that that is not always going to be the case. And um, that's not the case for a lot of people. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. Um, that is not the case for uh, everyone in our circle, everyone um, that we are in relation with. So shout outs. Um, I'm, I'm hoping this is not a super duper heavy um, episode. I just, I, I there's just, you know, a couple things that I... Um, want to um, encourage others because um, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm still. Maybe I'm early in me dissecting 
um, me um, and being honest with me about how I support and how I encourage um, other people. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that that was a that was a Meek Mill song um, that I uh, wanted you guys to be able to listen to. I wanted you guys to be able to hear it. Um, a lot of you probably don't know about Meek Mill's history, but um, he was falsely uh, imprisoned um, for quite some time before this album dropped. This is his first project. Came out probably a couple months ago. Um, selling well. Um, and man, like his, like I said, his maturity and growth and, you know, like it's his truth. So you may not get the, uh, many of the references that he touched on, but, um, you know, fans of rap, fans of hip hop, like anyone that know, um, the communities, um, in which he's a product of, um, uh, you know, yeah, you may not get a lot of the references or what the struggle is. Um, I know for certain. Um, I didn't. I didn't battle with like. Um, I don't know. I I hate like trying to make it seem like oh I'm the exception like I I made it out you know like I, I just don't like having I don't like going down that path because I feel like everyone had the had or maybe they didn't maybe yeah i i don't know what i had that someone else didn't have well i'll just put it at that but i know that community i know that environment i know it very well um i walked the fine line i played with fire um and i was able to uh escape i guess some of the madness and some of the traumas that um other people have faced um that you know led them to make the uh decisions that they made but i respect his art i respect his truth i respect his growth i respect his maturity and um i just wanted you guys to hear a little bit of it um sorry if i offended anyone that wasn't intentional um this is a podcast show where we um, like to add value to people and we like to share different perspectives, um, but we do it from a place of respect and we do it out of, um, of love. Speaking of love, <laughs> um, I said, I loved you last week at the closing. Um, and that was, that just came out. Um, I remember like having conversation with people after and like saying, yo, I said, I love you. <laughs> I, I don't know where that came from. Uh, it it came from my heart. I I felt like I like I love you guys, man. I do. Um, so big up and shout out to everyone that's checking us out. Everyone that's listening. So that's you. If you're listening at work in your cubicle, working in your nine to five hustle. If you're driving in your car, uh, as always, please, please, please listen responsibly. Shout out to the stay at home moms and dads. All the Folks that are homeschooling our future. Uh, shout out to the students themselves, the retirees. Um, uh, uh, this week, um, the uh, the second person um, in the world 
is cured of HIV. It's cured of the HIV virus. I, I don't know all the details. I just saw the headline. I, he's, I feel like he's not in the U.S. Um, or maybe he is, but the first person wasn't. Uh, but essentially, there's like uh, this, um, you know, some medicine or, or some, some chemical that literally eats up the HIV virus and you get cured and cleared of the of the virus, which is pretty crazy. Um, super, super duper expensive. I'm not sure who has the funds to, and, and it's probably in like clinical research stages, so they're probably probably not paying for it um, at all. And who knows what the uh, what the losing season was like. I just read a quote a couple days ago. Um, someone shared it with me about seasons, and it said something to the effect of, you know. You have to like start celebrating people in their winning season because you don't know what their losing season was like. And so, as I big up and shout out the second person to be cured of HIV, um, we celebrate this milestone, but we don't know what trauma and what you went through prior to that. Um, so we respect um, the um, the. Uh, the good news and and the positive changes. Um, shout out to it. my shout outs are always silly. Like they're just random, just like rants. It's an opportunity for me to kind of like get some of the adrenaline out, and you know, rightfully so. That Meek song was kind of like it, I don't know. It, it's not like a uh, it's not like a you know a, a like a vibe like you know crazy beat that's energizing and it's like oh. I don't know. It, it, it's a good song. Um, but I feel like the content in that song that I have for today and like where my mind is, um, I'll, I'll close it with, with a, a different vibe. How about that? We'll, we'll kind of turn it around. But my, um, my, uh, my, my, my rants on shout outs and the science behind them or the magic because again, I just I freestyle them. Like I'm thinking right now, um, I need to shout out like any guy that's using like all the new men like hair products. Like all these guys are like um, getting new hairlines and like painting on, like all, spraying on and painting on, like the Beijing and like all this other stuff. Like big up to all you guys because. Um, feel like all guys are 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 using it and no one is not using it um shout out to all the psychiatrists um uh all the uh doctors all the nurses anyone in the medical community um anyone that's battling depression um um any you know business owner any copywriters like any small business owners like shout out to anyone that's um anyone that 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 still gets a paper check from work <laughs> shout out to you if you don't have um direct deposit yet maybe you're in a new maybe you got a new job you know it takes a while you get first couple weeks of paper checks before they actually and then you got to send them in the mail like yeah Anyway, um, shout out to the creatives, the photographers, the writers, shout out to the feminists, 
Um, shout out to um, anyone that is killing social media, all the social networks right now. Um, anyone that's in the process of creating a business plan, anyone that's anyone that loves jazz music, anyone that's excited to to travel and tour this spring, um, uh, anyone that's applying for loans, shout out to all the loan brokers. Um, uh, does anyone use that TikTok app? I keep seeing commercials for it everywhere. Um. Shout out to you if you know how to use TikTok because I tried to use it and I couldn't figure it out. Um, just like it took me a while to figure out Snapchat. Uh, I'm sitting here on my bar top in my kitchen uh, in my house. Um, and I'm sipping a medium roast. Uh, the same. No, it's actually a different one. Last week was a light roast. I finished that one. So we uh, we got like a uh, medium. It's just I think it's just a straight up medium roast, but it's super bold. Um, this one's strong. Like you you have to go lighter in your your scoop count, like your tablespoon count. And um, I use just a tad bit more water. Um, and I don't let it because I'm using my French press. Remember, so I don't let it um, you know kind of steep in it for, um, for, for very long. Um, but yeah, it's balanced. Um, it's good. It's hot. I have some hazelnut cream inside of it and it's actually later in the day, uh, uh, today. Cause I have a, uh, a sick baby at home. He's not a baby, but, uh, he's two and, um, he's here with me today. So I um, wanted to take some time to connect with everyone um, while he was around um, being pretty quiet. Um, and I'm attentive um, if, if he needs my attention and it's, um, if it's drawing out um, to where um, I can't get back, then we'll probably just, you know, um, cut it and and, 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 you know, this episode, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't, I don't suspect, um, that he'll, um, uh, need much attention from me, um, as he is pretty, um, comfortable moving about and, you know, finding the toys that he wants to play with and, uh, things of that nature. So shout out to anyone that is, um, dealing with um, mental health issues, um, anyone that's, you know, kind of self-examining their, um, you know, their state of being well, um, whatever that means to you. Um, we're just shouting you out, standing with you, um, encouraging you. Um, and that's men, too. That's men. That's women. That's older people. Um, and that's younger people. Um, yeah, shout out to, uh, I told you this, this was, it feels heavy. It feels heavy. And, you know, um, I, I feel like if this is a, a pain point for some of you, like, let's just try and let's just delve into it just a little. 
enough to where we are comfortable enough to realize and recognize, you know, who around us. Because that's the thing. I don't think people are broadcasting their panic attacks or, you know, their anxiety issues. Um, because I think the real people that are, are struggling um, don't know how to communicate it. Um, and big up to anyone that has found someone that gives them a voice. Um, because I know that there are specialists and there are other podcasters and um, books out there and um, you know YouTube channels that give these people a voice. Um, and I shout those out um, and yourself. Uh, but this is for anyone that may not know that their coworker or um, you know the person that serves them where they eat to lunch in their favorite restaurant they don't know um, the uh, the pressures and you know um, and the anxiety that they see and deal with on a daily basis um, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Um, so shout out to all the bartenders. Uh, shout out to... <laughs> it's so crazy. T-Pain won the Masked Singer competition. And I I guessed it was T-Pain maybe like the, the second week in. The second or third episode in. I was like... I told, I told everyone that was T-Pain. And... Part of me was like, no, it's not T-Pain. But he has a new album out, by the way. Um, if anyone remembers, like... And I think this is why I even went down this rant on T-Pain. Because the St. Patrick's Day and the bars. And I was going to sing that song. Remember that song? I'm the bartender. Something like that. Anyway. What, what did he say in that song? If anyone knows a T-Pain bar from that song, hit me up. Eastern Oliver, no spaces. E-A-S-T-E-R-N-O-L-I-V-E-R. That's a stage name. That's a alias, uh, however you want to refer to it as. But that is my name on Insta. Uh, hit me up. Follow. Uh, you all get a follow back. Uh, DM me. Um, let's keep this going. Thank you to everyone that has shared the touch the people hashtag on social media. Uh, I've seen it on places like Facebook. I've seen it on Instagram. I see it on Snapchat, Snapchat more and more. Um, but let's 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 use it um, and include it in our posts responsibly. This is a, uh, you know, it's an it's a uplifting podcast, so I don't want it attached to uh, anything that's intentionally offensive. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Eastern Oliver. I am the host. I am the scholar. I am the silent leader. Um, and this is a new podcast. This is a new podcast started early in January this year. Um, and the aim of the podcast is to be a virtual coffee break. 
So to give you a break from whatever it is that you do to get your hands dirty. Um, and, you know, these episodes have been anywhere between 45 minutes and, and an hour. Um, last week was slightly longer. Um, and so I appreciate your patience with the length um, if you need to stop it and then go back to it, by all means, do that. Like, this is not a, yeah, it's a, it's a podcast that's, um, that's, you know, it's one and done. Like, it's not edited. It's not scripted. Um, and however long it takes me to get, um, you know, what it is I have inside of me out for that day. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll have to, uh, take ownership of that, but, um, I, I hope that you don't listen to, you know, the first half an hour, first 20 minutes and say, okay, that's my break. And then I'm done. No, like, please finish the, finish the rest of the episode, like share it with a friend, share it with a coworker, share it with a, a colleague, share it with a, uh, um, someone in your networking group. Um, some of you are, you know, public speakers, like share it with someone in your Toastmasters team. Um, we gotta, we gotta pass this on. We got to, uh, we gotta keep it going. Um, so value. Um, I always think of ways to add value to you. I, uh, commit to four episodes a month and this is, well, not four episodes, but four pieces of content every month. And this is the first piece of content for the month of March. Um, really quick, just some housekeeping on that. Um, like conflicting schedule kind of business. Um, today, March 6th is content. The next day that I for certain, for certain, for certain can commit to giving you something is later this month. It's March 27th. It's another Wednesday. So that means between now and March 27th, I have to give you two pieces of content in order to reach my goal. And in order for that to happen, I just need to communicate with people and I need to communicate with myself and I need to give myself some realistic um you know, like realistic um, opportunities that I can say no to something so that I can um, connect with you guys. Is that cool? Does that make sense? Um, I tried to come up with a new way to uh, intro the podcast episodes. Uh, I haven't figured that out yet. So I, I think music is probably just going to be it. Um, you know, hope to bring you um, to the level that um, I am at, um, at that particular day or um, that particular time. Um, so with the, in the spirit of meeting people where they are um, in their road or on their road to recovery, um, Speaking of recovery, shout out to and shout out. Oh, my gosh. A couple things because um, it just hit me. Um, 
Shout out, shout out, shout out to the stroke specialists. All the nurses, doctors, the stroke specialists, rest in peace to Luke Perry. Um, I am very, very familiar with um, stroke, Um, not personally in the sense that I've had stroke, um, but uh, my grandmother has had had, uh, multiple strokes um, throughout her her life, Um, uh, some bad ones. Um, and you know, in the end, I, I believe that it was a stroke that, um, uh, ended her life. Uh, so rest in peace. Love you, grandma. Um, uh, also shout out to anyone that has survived cancer. Um, yeah, yeah. So, quote for the day, Sophia Lauren, and maybe I've read this one before, but I, I, I think this is uh, relevant to um, the space that I'm in. She says, there's a fountain of youth. It is your mind, your talents. The creativity you bring to your life and the lives of people you love. When you learn to tap this source, you will truly have defeated age. She talks about age, but I just think you you win and you. um, Yeah, like you win and and you defeat. um. The, the negativity. Just think about it. Like your mind is, is, the, is the source. Your mind, your mindset, your thoughts. And what is, a, what is the fruit from your thought? The fruit from your mind is your talent, your creativity. And you bring those things to life. When you tap into them, that's what I'm trying to do. Trying to tap into my natural talents and I'm letting my natural talents surface. Um, and they are starting to. Um, I'm, I'm, I've had tons of revelations on my natural abilities and the things that I naturally have loved. And I think that's another reason why I don't want to... Um, parent my kids into molding them into being something that's superficial. I want to teach them the unteachable and everything else. I want them to learn by experience. I want them to learn by tasting um, and figuring out um, what it is. And that's where a parent comes, comes into play. A parent um, or a guardian's role in helping helping children uncover those talents and giving those talents um, a name. Because when the talent has a name or the interest has a name, then it becomes real to them. And when it's real to them, it's game over. It's game over. That brought a smile to my face. So... 
I feel like we as a community, I feel like we as a people can encourage um, anyone that is going through something um, that is affecting how they interact with you, that is affecting how they are taking care of themselves. Um, I think it is our responsibility um, to encourage them to try something new, to um, switch it up, to try a new approach. Um, And big up to all of you that have been doing that. You may not see success right overnight. Um, We all know that success doesn't come overnight. Oftentimes, um, it's, you know, time after time after time after time. It's when it becomes, um, not repetition, but when it becomes habit, um, is when you'll realize that um, you're not making the same mistakes or you're not... um, you you know it, it's like that you how they talk about insanity is like doing the same thing over and over so yeah encourage uh creativity let's encourage people to use their talents let's encourage people to um do what makes them happy and uh, i think it starts by people figuring out what happiness looks like um i think that that's another misconception is we people um, yeah, let's, let's be honest, right? Let's everything, let's, let's not say other people or those or them, we're not going to point, we're going to point to ourselves. We're going to look in the mirror. We're going to say we, so, um, we look outside and we look at pictures and we look at imagery and we look and we listen to sound bites of someone talking about, success and happiness and we think that's what happiness looks like so until i have a b c x y z i'm not happy i'm just in the trenches it and i'm gonna make another you know reference to parents because i feel like a lot of the um uh pressures um Yeah, yeah, I I would say pressures. I think pressures and expectations are on people that have children and multiple children at that. Um, I think um, the uh, the quote said something like, you know, all adulthood is, is, you know, saying, um, let me get through this week. How does it go? Uh, Let me get through this week. Um, over and over until you die. Like they're saying adulthood is like, okay, I just got to get through this week and then I'll be good. You say that week after week after week after week. And then in the end you die. Where's, where does living happen? Where does life happen for you? Where does life happen for me? Where do I, what's my role? What's my responsibility in encouraging the next person that I am in relationship with. It doesn't have to be romantic relationship. Business partner, colleague, 
um, you know, uh, you know, your 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 homeboy at work, like your homegirl at work, like who you rock with. It can be them. What is my responsibility and what is my role and how do I be the best ally for this person? Um, um, you know, in, in helping them live um, according to what's going to make them happy or what's going to, um, uh, you know, help them become happy. Or be happy or live happy. You know, like all the feels. Like feel good, feel happy, feel blessed. Feel a part of something. Um, I think Sophia Loren's um, uh, quote, I think the one on adulthood, um, are relevant to us. So we need to be mindful of them um, while we are... Um, you know, so it's kind of like, uh, sorry, I'm talking in quote and talking in quotes today. There's another one about humility and it says humility is not, um, uh, it's, it's, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. So I think we, uh, should start being humble more. Like we should, we should stop caring about listening to the podcast, and you know, stop using the hashtag to better or to position ourselves and saying, "Hey, I'm happy. I'm excited about this. My life is going well. Rah rah ha! Look at me." No, I think we should take a step back and. Let's let's walk beside someone. And that's what um, I am working on. Um, that is what I am. And, and it's because there's um, I'm realizing um, as I get older that there are a, there are there. I can think of a few people um, in my circle of relationships that are silently and you know pretty vocal about it um about the uh anxiety and um pressures in general um i i just say it that way because i don't know the the um like the inner the deep like personal um things that they're dealing with um i may have a sense but as a friend, as a ally, it's not my my responsibility to dissect them. Uh, my my responsibility as an ally is to support and encourage and uplift. Um, and I think we 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 have to try and do it in subtle ways because um, I just think it means more if you do it that way. So if it. Um, you know, maybe maybe we should do an episode um, on. I'd probably have to like actually read something and prepare something. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to be a scripted 
podcast. Or I don't know, I mean, maybe I'll just, you know, thumb through some things and, you know, come up with some fresh ideas on how we can encourage people in, in you know, in, in some subtle, um, you know, some subtle ways. Um, I was going to, um, oh, I know. Uh, something else that I was meaning to share with you guys last week um, that I forgot to go back to. Something I was super excited about, and I still am. Um, I'm excited to share that my mom's DNA results came in. They came in uh, just before last uh, episode. Um, maybe like a day or two before that. Um, my... Uh, my uh, brother and sister texted me and let me know what was going on. And then, you know, like a week later, uh, they got the results and then they, uh, they, they uh, texted and, and sent it back to me. So um, I, I think I've told you guys before, like um, my, my, my dad's side of the family, my dad was born in West Africa. He was born in Liberia. Uh, shout out to the motherland. Um, and my mom, African American, born in the South, um, um, no direct ties um, to any African country, um, like the majority of African Americans in this country, um, and throughout the diaspora for that matter. Um, I think there's always an understanding after one attains some education, um, you know, that Africa is the cradle of civilization. Like, you know, there are anthropologists that have, you know, studied um, ancient tribes that lead back to Africa and, um, you know, discuss like migrations and um, uh, assimilation into um, other like parts of the continent. If we're sticking with Africa, African tribal, because um, there were you know the, the uh, Asiatic tribes as well. But uh, anyway, my mom gets her DNA results, and what is so crazy is her DNA leads her back to um I think so ethnicity it said like Bantu Bantu is spelled B A N T U and that's a that's an ancient tribe um in Africa. And, and when I'm saying ancient I mean like it's ancient but there are still people in Africa that speak the natural or the um you know like the national or like the you know the tribal language like the bantu tribal language um and they're settled like lower western africa like into central africa into south africa like the eastern africans like so kenyans and like the uh like tanzanians uh i can't remember um what what their like ancient tribe is called but um you know they're distinguished like so different um from um i think they're the nordic nordic lights or something like that um they're not zulu 
They're not Zulu though. Anyway, um, I'm. Uh, I, I'd like to say I I'm am pretty versed in the sense that I know where debate lie um, on these topics, um, but I'm not the. Uh, I have never studied anthropology enough to give you um, a history a history lesson. Um, but I will just say why I'm excited and, and what I'm excited about. Um, because my mom's DNA leads her to uh, West Africa. Uh, particularly the, um, the, the coast of West Africa, upper West Africa. So uh, Senegal. So Senegal, Gambia, going down Sierra Leone, Liberia, Nigeria, like that. Um, it kind of makes like a like an L kind of a curve. Um, um, yeah, like kind of curves to the right. Anyway, that's called the Rice Coast. That's called the Rice Coast. So, and we know that a lot of uh, slaves were captured. The Gambia, Senegal, is 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 big concentration. Um, also, like lower, so southern West Africa, so like below Liberia and Nigeria, into like Cameroon. Cameroon is another. So, like the Cameroon, like Ghana, like that's another big region of where. Um, Slaves were captured um, and also kind of served as a port to, you know, like they would capture like the the upper West Coast, Senegal, Gambia, Sierra Leone, even right. Um, and carry down to Ghana and they would kind of port there um, and they would make some trades and, and it's crazy. But it's 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 real, um, and um, and and then they board ships and and head um, to the colonies. So I say Rice Coast because here's this is where it gets um, a little exciting for me, and it kind of gets me in the zone to where I want to do more research. And I should probably have a longer conversation with uh, my family to say, you know, why this could be um, something that we look deeper into. So my 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 grandmother, um, God rest her soul, from a small town in South Carolina called Monk's Corner. And um, the... Um, the DNA results link my mom to Senegal and a part of the African Americans in South Carolina. It says South Carolina, and it draws a it draws a connection between the Rice Coast and South Carolina. South Carolina is where. Like South Carolina was all rice plantations. They like these um uh like slave traders like and the the colonists were going they were strategic. 
They were going to places where they knew, like people had already, you know, scouted out Africa and were already kind of doing trading and all that. Um, you know, there was other Africans that were doing the bidding for, you know, other tribes to be to be captured or slaves to be brought over to the, the, the colonies. But anyway, um, I'm excited to learn that uh, the, you know, the slaves from, uh, from the 1700s, uh, that were brought to South Carolina. Um, that's where my mom's side of the family, um, I don't want to say that's where it starts, but that's where it starts in this, in this country, on this, on, in this part of the world. Um, I'm also going to share a um, um, a little bit into that. So um, there is a book that I um, know enough about because I um, I thumbed through it. Um, we kind of dug through it just a little, unpacked it a little. When I was in college, um, my second degree is in African-American studies, um, FYI. Um, so I, I, I know a little bit. Um, and it's not just to say, oh, I know black history. No, I it's sub-Saharan Africa. It's, um, yeah. Anyway, so there is a writer named Edward Ball. And Edward Ball... Um, wrote a book, um, um, I'm trying to think of the name of the book. I can't even remember the name of the book now. Um, oh my gosh. What is the name of Edward Ball's book? Anyway, all I got to do is, is Google Edward Ball on you know his like book on slavery or whatever and I'm sure it'll come up. So anyway, Edward Ball writes this book because Edward Ball researched his family history. He's from South Carolina. He is a direct descendant of Elias Ball. I think that's how you say his name, Elias or Elias Ball. Elias Ball was a South Carolina rice planter in the 1700s who did a lot of and Edward Ball was able to write this book because his family kept meticulous, meticulous notes about who their slaves were and where they were from and who kind of like brokered the deal for them. Um, and he's like won like all these like prestigious like National Book Awards like in the 90s because um, I think his book came out in like 97, 98, 99 kind of thing. But um, yeah, so his book that's probably a good place for um, me to start because of the, you know, captures from Sierra Leone. Um, from the captures from like um, all that upper um, uh, West African um, coastline. Um, and, you know, brought to, brought to South Carolina. 
Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's dope. It's pretty dope. Um, I, you know, we definitely have our work cut out for us. Um, um, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I just wanted to, to, to take a little bit of time to, um, you know, just kind of talk about like where I am, um, and you know, who I am in, who I am in concert with and how I can be a better me, not for me alone, but for everyone around me so that we all win. Um, so that's what this episode was all about. And that's what I wanted to encourage you guys to start thinking about this week um, while we're being thankful and while we're being grateful and while, while we're getting all the feels, um, you know, let's be humble. Let's incorporate some humility and, and start um, thinking about who we're walking beside, um, um, you know, throughout this journey. I was going to like, you know, cause the, the sensitivity analysis, like that's something they use in, in, in like finance and financial planning. It's kind of like the what if analysis, like, you know, Oh, um, if this happens, then that's going to happen. You know, it could be like, you know, it, it's, it's anyway, I was going to draw a connection between the sensitivity analysis and, but that would have been like too, like too, too, just yeah, it doesn't need to be that deep. I I think um, we just have to get to the point where we can speak um, however we want to speak, and you know try to articulate things as best that we can in a respectful manner, um, and try to love and encourage and support people that are silent about what they need. Um, and I think if you pay attention to people. Um, for long enough time, um, you'll 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 start to to know um, you know what makes them um, who they are. Um, so as far as a song goes to close out with, um, uh, there's a there's a song that I've been really enjoying lately. It's called Wait. Um, and it's by a singer by the name of Tenny. So I'm going to leave you with Tenny. Wait. Um, and I'll holler at you guys next week.